Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Website can be found, scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, this morning we are looking to start our week with some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're looking at Psalm 25, 26, and 27 today. Uh, and then we are looking at Proverbs 18. Now these three Psalms, uh, they're fairly short each. Um, they really hone in and focus on this idea of putting your trust and your hopes in the Lord. Believing that He will save you, that He will deliver you from the evil, deliver you from the snares and the traps that the enemy might be laying for you. Before we read those, I want to remind us of Hebrews twelve 27. I've been bringing this up and quoting it a lot, hoping that it'll give perspective uh, to everyone about what we see happening around us uh, all over the world right now. And give us some encouragement uh, even in the face of what looks like things that we should be discouraged about. Hebrews 12 27 says this expression, expression yet once more denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken as of created things so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. Right now we're seeing a shaking of all those things which can be shaken. Thing created things that can be shaken. And what will be left is the thing that cannot be shaken. And what is the thing that cannot be shaken? Verse 28, therefore since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken. It's the kingdom of God. It's God's people. That's what cannot be shaken. That's what will remain. Remember, the meek will inherit the earth. Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe for our God is a consuming fire. Psalm 27 that we're going to be reading today ends with these two verses. I had fainted unless... I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. You see, it's that David saying, I would have fainted, but I still had this hope that I would once again see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And in verse 14, the last verse, wait on the Lord, be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Our Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into him, and they are saved. And so with that, let's begin our reading for this morning. Psalm 25, 26, and 27. I've already given you my commentary, so I'm just going to read this. Um, and just let the words of God speak to your heart and to your soul. Let's do this. Psalm 25. 
unto thee, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. O my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on thee be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me thy ways, O Lord, teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me, for thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait all the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions according to thy mercy. Remember thou me for thy goodness' sake, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord, wherefore will he teach sinners in the way? The meek will he guide in judgment, and the meek will he teach his way. All the paths of the Lord are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. For thy name's sake, O Lord, pardon my iniquity, for it is great. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the ways that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. The secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. My eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. Turn thee unto me, and have mercy upon me, for I am desolate and afflicted. The troubles of my heart are enlarged. O oh, bring thou me out of my distress. Look upon my affliction and my pain, and forgive all of my sins. Consider my enemies, for they are many, and they hate me with cruel hatred. O oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. Redeem Israel, O God, out of all his troubles. Psalm 26 Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, prove me, try my reins and my heart. For thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. I have not sat with vain persons. Therefore will I go with dissemblers. I have hated the congregation of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocy, so I can pass thine altar, O Lord, that I might publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all thy wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thy honor dwelleth. Gather not my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloody men, in whose hand is mischief and their right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity, Redeem me and be merciful unto me. My foot standeth in an even place, in the congregation will I bless the Lord. Psalm 27 The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? 
The Lord is the strength of my life. In whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple, for in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When I said to seek my face, my heart said unto thee, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord and lead me in the plain path because of my enemies. Deliver me not over unto the will of my enemies, for false witnesses are risen up against me, and such as breathe out cruelty. I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And that, my friends, is our Psalms for today. We're going to wrap it up with reading Proverbs 18, a continuation of goodness, contrast of goodness and evil. In this one, uh, he focuses a lot on minding your tongue and the damage and destruction that you can do to your life with your own mouth. He also warns of how foolish it is to answer about a matter. In other words, come up with an opinion or a conclusion about an issue or a matter before you've thoroughly looked into it. Like to answer a matter, to make a decision on whether something is true or false before you've even looked into it yourself is foolishness. But people do it all the time. Oh, that's absurd. Really? Have you checked? I mean... When I say, have you checked, have you looked into it? I don't mean, have you went and found all the people that you know agree with you and, and reaffirmed your belief. I'm saying, have you done actual study, both sides of the argument, and then come to a conclusion? That's what it means to actually study something out. All right. Enough ranting on my end. I'm going to read chapter 18. Let these words speak to you as they will. King James Bible, verse 1. Through desire a man, having separated himself, seeketh and intermingleth with all wisdom. A fool hath no delight in understanding, but that his heart may discover itself. When the wicked cometh, then cometh also contempt, and with ignominy reproach. 
The words of a man's mouth are as deep waters, and the wellspring of wisdom as a flowing brook. It is not good to accept the person of the wicked, to overthrow the righteous in judgment. A fool's lips enter into contention, and his mouth calleth for strokes. A fool's mouth is his destruction, and his lips are the snare of his soul. The words of a talebearer are wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. By the way, when it's talking about talebearer, my understanding is that it's referring to someone who's gossiping. Always telling stories. So you had three verses there right in the road just warning about the destruction that comes upon the life of people who can't control their mouth. A fool's mouth is his destruction and his lips are a snare of the soul. Verse 8, the words of a talebearer are wounds and they go down into the uttermost parts of his belly. Verse 9, he also that is slothful in his work is brother to him that is a great waster. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. The rich man's wealth is his strong city and a high wall his own conceit. Before destruction, the heart of man is haughty, and before honor is humility. He that answer a matter, before he heareth it, it is a folly and a shame unto him. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity, but a wounded spirit who can bear? The heart of a prudent getteth knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeketh knowledge. A man's gift maketh room for him, and bringeth him before great men. He that is first in his own cause seemeth just, but his neighbor cometh and searches him. The lot causes contentions to cease, and parteth between the mighty. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city and their contingents are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Please note, just another reminder. <laughs> the power of the tongue. With your mouth you can curse and destroy your own life or the lives of those around you or it can be a blessing but it's under estimated the power that that comes from the words let me read that again death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof Whosoever findeth a wife findeth a good thing, and obtaineth favor of the Lord. The poor uses entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And that, my friends, is the end of our study for this morning. I hope you're walking away this morning with some wisdom 
some encouragement to start your week. I pray that these words have pierced your hearts and have caused you to draw ever more closely to the Lord. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for supporting the podcast financially. It's 100% listener supported. There's no uh, paywalls to get to content or anything like that. I just produce it and I just uh, trust and believe in God to provide. And uh, I'm very grateful to all of you uh, who do that. Thanks for listening. Lord willing, I'll be back with you again on Wednesday. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.